Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. <laughs> Welcome to the family with Alex Brant Bernard Rasmussen, Andy Brant Bernard. Co-host Catherine Brandt. I'm having an issue. Yeah, what do you, what's the oh, issue? What are you doing? I, I'm eating bread because I feel icky because my allergies are so bad. Mm. And it kind of got stuck. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> Sorry. There's a lot going on. Sorry. A lot. The bread going got on. stuck? <clears throat> mm-hmm. She was choking on bread, apparently. Yes, choking on bread. It's fun. Okay, it's I, fun. I read a list earlier this morning about the top seven things we're buying for Valentine's Day. Uh, is anybody going all fired up about Valentine's Day, or is that... Is that a holiday that's kind of falling apart at the same time? I think it's um, probably dying. Sage, I wonder, actually. Sage Rasmussen is very wound up about Valentine's Day. Oh, kids love Valentine's Day. <laughs> Did they get my Valentine's? Very... I didn't even get an acknowledgement. No, we have not received anything. I mailed them like a week and a half ago. I have ordered things from down south, like on a consignment site, that... Like, I ordered Sage an outfit for gymnastics, and I ordered myself a sweater, both from... One was from Texas, and one was from Tennessee or something like that. They both took over two weeks to get to my house. Wow. From, like, just some... It's like somebody brings it to the post office, because it's a consignment site, and buying it from somebody that's pre-owned. And they bring it to the post office and then ship it to me, and it took over two weeks both times to get anything, because apparently there's something weird going on with the post office in the south i don't know i guess because um yeah i think you brought them down to the mail room yeah yeah exactly how long ago was that that was a while it was a while ago yeah no question yeah i got him a pop-up dinosaur one and her like this he'll love that very nice well he might not ever get it i guess nope that's That's, that's real nice you might never get it, but I did the best I could. What are you going to do? Yeah, I, I think Andy's right. I think Valentine's Day is kind of coming apart at the seams because it was always about making money for the corporations anyway. Well, yeah, of course. I mean, that's what it was all about. Uh, Valentine's Day. I mean, it's nice to tell well, people you love them on Valentine's Day, but that, that'll work. Well, it just got, it's just, once again, it just became so commercialized. You go out for Valentine's Day and they hike up the prices. And give you a prefix menu, and it costs you, you know, six hundred dollars to go out for Valentine's Day. And then flowers yep. are all marked up. Everything's just, I just gotten to be like everybody wants a more simple situation. Oh, Kostaki's here. Have Speaking of simple, we'll see what he thinks about Valentine's Day. Oh, that's Day. nice. Catherine just Speaking attacked you. Did you hear that? that? <laughs> the simple man it's with okay. simple needs. <laughs> God, that's real nice. <laughs> Kostaki, I, 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 I'm going to follow your lead on this thing, but obviously there are a couple of things about that game, that Super Bowl game that we have to address, but I'm going to follow your lead on it. Okay. Because it's getting weirder. But first of all, from what I understand, Gen Z couldn't care less about sports. They don't watch the Super Bowl, even though this is the highest rated Super Bowl ever. Apparently, Gen Z doesn't care about sports, or watching them anyway. 
Yeah, that does seem to be a gap there for sure. But this was the, I think they said the, the biggest telecasts ever. Because yep. of human... Taylor Swift. Yeah, probably. And it was a good game. I mean, it went to overtime. It was a good to, game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. To uh, the big faces of the NFL. And it was fun. I, I liked it. But congrats to the Chiefs. Congrats to Patrick Mahomes. You deserve it, man. At the parade this week, just don't forget to take your dad's car keys away. That's all. <laughs> yes. That's real funny. <laughs> Dad's been hitting the sauce. Take his Make car. Make sure yes. dad isn't driving one of the floats. That's all. I, I do have a question for you. <laughs> I can see maybe. I've never had a DUI, so I don't know what it feels like. It's got to be scarier than hell. Yeah. But then you had the. You've had three DUIs. Yeah. Patrick Mahomes Sr. What are yeah. you going to learn? What are you What are you doing? Stop it. Right. Get an Uber. It's twenty five dollars, and your son is one of the richest humans in the country. Mm-hmm. He can he can put put Pat Pat Junior's account. You know, have his yeah. credit card on the Uber. You know, yeah, like, there you go. You, just stop it. Not to mention that, you know, all of these football they talk about this stuff all the time. They they're they're constantly trying to keep these guys out of trouble. All of the players have free services. They can call and get a ride mm-hmm. home anytime, right. wherever they mm-hmm. are. And you know this is in the ether. They're talking about this with the families and everyone else. Just get it together, dude. It's yeah, okay to understand. drink, but get a driver. Yeah. Yep. Live oh, like yeah. Arthur for the rest of your life. It's fine, but get a driver. It's kind of sad because Patrick Mahomes Sr. is one of the nicest people you'd ever want to meet. Just a great guy. He's, he's a pitcher for the Twins back in the day. He right. really needs to go to rehab a little spin dry <laughs> don't you think seems like you're talking might be time might be time to give it up one word we keep hearing this week it reminds me of the uh, primetime soap operas from the 80s dynasty we keep hearing the word dynasty one word we haven't heard this week dallas no one is saying oh true <laughs> <laughs> that's true they dominated for years they did uh, haven't seen them in 29 years to the super bowl Really? Has it been 29 years? Isn't that amazing? I was going to say, I don't remember a time of Dallas dominating anything. Oh, that was fine. Just crazy. When I was a kid, they were giants. Yeah, they won everything. Mm -hmm. Yep. Kansas City Dynasty. Sounds like a reality show about a barbecue restaurant. I'd watch that. (laughs) Oh, was it Arthur Bryant's? (laughs) Yeah. That's good. Yeah, I went to, my brother and I went and had some barbecue. We were in, the draft was in Kansas City last year. Mm Mm-hmm. Just last night, I booked my tickets to Detroit. The uh, drafts in Detroit this year. We're going to go again. It's fun. It's fun when your team can't lose, Tom. You should go to the draft. (laughs) (laughs) You should go to the draft. That's a good idea. My team uh, has let me down now. It's only, what, 62 years or whatever it is. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. 64 years, I guess it is. This was the seventh longest game in NFL history. I assume the longest is Falcons-Patriots, which is still playing in my head. I think it's still on. Yes. This is the Super Bowl where the teams, both teams get to touch the ball in overtime. That's interesting. God. Nope, not bitter at all. All right. I still don't don't understand how the hell San Francisco, the the players didn't know about overtime. That is astounding to me. I think that's. It is. I think that's going to grow to be a bigger story because it sounds like the Chiefs players like talked about it for two weeks. They knew all the mm-hmm. ins and outs, and they had, yep. they knew what they wanted if they won the coin flip. And that is a debatable, interesting new strategic point. Now, do you take the ball there or not, Tom? What do you do? No, exactly. I, that's exactly it. You both you both get a shot. 
Um, you know, I, I, I don't know what to tell you. Just how do you not know that it's been prevalent? You've got to discuss it and understand the situation. Yes. At least. Yes, you do. Right. Yes, you do. It is interesting because you definitely want to, if, if there's two possessions, you definitely want to go second because then you know right. what you need. Right. Right. You know, if you need to kick a field goal or if you need to get a touchdown and you can minimize the risks and going second is a huge advantage. But if there's a third possession, now that team has a monstrous advantage because now, you know, they're probably 75% to win the game. Right, because all because mm-hmm. just any score wins it, and then another team doesn't have another chance. So, so Shanahan obviously discussed this with his analytics people, and that was the decision they made. And Andy Reid and the Chiefs on the other side were very much in the, you know, we want to go second, you know, team. So yeah. All right, I, I I did a little deep dive on this yesterday to make sure I had the facts right. Oh, here we go. I got a quiz for you. This is fun. Okay. You guys okay. can all chime in. Okay. They have since changed this. They have a new system. But for over 100 years in Aussie Rules football, you know Aussie Rules, the crazy game where they do the thing and the... Right. Um, Aussie, that is a big-time sport. And their stadiums are even bigger than ours, despite having a much smaller population. Their big stadium in Melbourne holds over 100,000 people. Whoa. And they are into Aussie Rules, man. It is everywhere. Their grand final, which is their Super Bowl... Ended in a tie three times during a 115-year span where they had this system in place, including 2010. What happens when the Aussie rules Super Bowl, as it were, ended in a tie all those years? Everybody gets drunk. Quarterback death match. <laughs> Both very good guesses. Yeah, so okay. I'm guessing. Catherine, you want to chime fist in here? Fight. I would guess fist, fist fight. fight. Mm-hmm. All right. Yep. This is this is an amazing answer, and I wish we had it here. <laughs> It's going to blow your mind. Okay. When it ended in a tie for 115 years, whatever it was, they would just shake hands and play again the next week. Ah. All over again? Makes sense, I suppose. How great is that? They're like, oh, Chiefs march down, kick the tying field goal. See you boys in a week. Play another Super Bowl next week. That's so civilized. It would be a windfall of cash. It would be fun for the fans. It's awesome. I thought maybe it was going to be like a kangaroo yeah, I was going to be like, match they're going to release a sparrow, <laughs> and if it flies to the north, then the yeah. team with, yeah. Yes, indeed. You read too many Hobbit books or something, yes. Andy. Yeah. <laughs> that is pretty amazing. They play the game, just start it all over again. Yeah, they did it 2010. God. It's crazy. That's amazing. That so, is amazing. I, but I have a question for you. So you ponied up $8 billion for your ticket to go to the first grand oh, yeah. finale. Fair question. Yeah, right. Do you get to go for free the second time? <coughs> oh, that's a good question. Oh, I, boy, boy I, I would, doubt it. I would does, hope so. Does, mm. You still got to run a stadium. and That's an expensive yeah. operation. We're going to have yeah, to look that up. Because... I mean, like the commissions and stuff or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Concessions. concessions. The concessions, I mean, yeah, one hot dog will pay for like a quarter of the day's uh, operating expenses. <laughs> Just one hot dog. It's $85. <laughs> so this game, I, I mean, it was slow at the beginning. No scoring for a long time. Right. And then towards the end, it got really exciting. It was the opposite of a marriage. It was it was a switch. Oh, here oh. we go, honey. Happy Valentine's Day tomorrow. <laughs> At halftime, Travis Kelsey had one catch, one target, one yard, 
Taylor Swift must have been thinking, I traveled to the other side of the earth for this. This is terrible. I got to ask you a question. Maybe it's just me, but I would get rid of him today for doing what he did. Oh, yelling at the coach? Um, Not only that, he grabbed him and spit in his face while he was yeah, yelling. Was, he spit in his face? Yes. Well, well, I think it it was, was, he was just yelling and spit came out. It's oh, a very like, intense oh. moment. Yeah. It's gross. Go away. Yeah, he was out of line for sure. I'm with he you was. on that. There's no question about it. But he's, he's one of the stars. Of what are you going to do? Bench him for the rest of the Super Bowl? Yep. Yeah. Go away. <laughs> Absolutely wonderful. Um, no, it was kind of interesting because – the game was just plotted along in the first half. Nothing much happening. Third quarter, it got a little better. The fourth quarter, it got a lot better. And then at the very end, it just appeared that Pat Mahomes Jr., okay, well, I'll just win it, and then it'll be over. I mean, he all of a sudden just stepped up and went, boom, it's over. He's amazing. He is. He's the best. He's the best there ever was, in my opinion. Could be. I mean, he's won three Super Bowls, lost one. He's been in four, right? Four Super Bowls? I think he's lost two. <clears throat> Has he lost two? He oh, lost he to lose Brady. Two? And then he lost to the I lost track. He's they've been they've been in the conversation every year since every he started. Year. Six years. So every year. And of course, remember who the first team uh, was at Kansas City beating the Super Bowl, don't you? No. Your Minnesota Vikings oh, got that's beat by Kansas City. Super Bowl two or one or something? It was like two or three, something like that. Woot, yeah. Woot. Yeah. Minnesota got their ass kicked by, and we were uh, like eight point favorites, and we got our ass kicked by Kansas City. Oh, your favorites too? Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Wow. But, you yeah, know. Was that yeah. Fran Tarkington? <clears throat> yep. Oh, oh wow. God. That's oh, ancient. You know what? This the is ancient one. history. Now. Or was that one joke? Still half? stinks. I can't remember. Yeah. Oh. I don't know if it was Joe Cap or was or if it was uh, or who the hell it was. I don't know. It's a long time ago. Usher, Usher's from Atlanta, so finally a good Atlanta performance in a Super Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't watch Catherine. And I, Catherine and I were gone because Jude had to poop, so we didn't get to watch the halftime show. Yeah, <laughs> you would not have liked it. No, it's just basically. I mean, it's like half rap and. You never half, like the half songs show. that you've never heard before. Yeah. Right. Oh, really? Usher? Plus Everybody roller skates. Knows Usher songs. Oh, yeah. they were roller skating. Yeah. Well, there was like a 30 second period while they were roller skating. Yeah. Uh, really? Mm-hmm. Interesting. But the show is well received. Based on the halftime, the, he got promoted from Usher to Groomsman. So, congratulations. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you very much. Great to be here. No wow. question. Wow. <laughs> he took his shirt off. All right. Janet oh, Jackson really? must have been watching, like, now it's cool. Well, yeah. Now it's cool to reveal your nipples. Now well, the funny fun. thing is, there, so yeah, there was a, a part where he took his clothes off, but he was wearing so many layers, it took like three minutes for him to just take his shirt off. Oh, Melissa was like, he's wearing like seven layers. How many How many layers is he going to take off? Uh, building anticipation. Well, I looked it up, and it was 55 degrees for the high there. Oh, was it really? So, oh, I didn't know that. Well, yeah. Chilly. It was Wait, actually, it, yeah. Chilly. It was deserty cold at night. That, that is, yeah, that's how, happen. yeah, deserts I get mean, really cold at night. We've been to Vegas yeah, in November and it wasn't very warm. Yeah, no, no, no that's cold. true. Not, it's hot not in the day and cold yeah. at night. Not, well, and not yeah. even swimming weather Big when we swings, would go. Yeah. Yep. But you go in the summer and it's just like an oven. Oh, God. Oh. It's crazy. Oh, no, thank you. I passed out in Vegas due to heat exhaustion in July. You did? Yep. At the oh. Treasure Island, like, mermaid show that used to go on in front of it. Remember, Mom? Oh, yeah. Sure. Pirate. Pirate. It was like pirates and yes. mermaids. 
Is that what the kids um, are calling it now? When you get hammered, you get blacked out drunk. I was like 15, <laughs> so no. I passed no. out due to Frito. No, she out. didn't. It was just we were just walking down the strip <laughs> and stopped and watched this show, and all of a sudden she turns sheet white. I'm like, uh oh. <laughs> It was oh, July man. in Vegas, so it was like 112 degrees. So was... Oh, you're just standing on the sidewalk watching the pirate thing? Yep. Yeah. Oh, okay. I've done, that. Out. <laughs> I've done that. I can relate. Yep. I can relate. One of my favorites <laughs> was the first time we went to, we took the kids to Vegas because I, I did, what did we do, like five, six, seven shows out there? Something like that. Yeah. There's a lot of shows. But we're walking down the strip, and this guy, you know, the guy's always hitting those little pamphlets on their hands so you little notice them. Little, little naky whorehouse cards. Yeah, they yeah. hand one to Andy. Andy looks and goes, I'm 12 years old. What are you doing giving me this? <laughs> What's wrong with you? <laughs> wasn't wrong. <laughs> I will never forget that. You were very pissed off at him for giving you that naked picture. Well, I mean, it's true. Well, yeah. He knew. True. Yeah. He knew it was inappropriate. Yeah. Yep. I suppose. But Welcome to I Vegas. Know. <clears throat> the the NFL considered Lizzo for the halftime show, but they were worried that the audience would see a fat lady singing and think the game was over. Thank you. Thank you very much. Great to be here. Ah, <laughs> just leaves. Catherine Lafferty. Oh. Is she from Minnesota? She Minnesota? was in Minnesota quite a bit. She's not, she lived in Minnesota for a while, but she's not from Minnesota. Oh, she did live in Minnesota, but she's not from there. Okay, she like kind she of her career kind of started here. She was born in Detroit. I, was say, I think she's from and Detroit. she moved to Minneapolis after college. Yeah. Mm, there you go. And she kind of... And that's where she started her career, yes. Yeah. She's yeah. like Mitch Hedberg. She's not from there, but that's where she blossomed. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> God, Mitch Hedberg. That's been a while now. Yeah. 2025, nope. <laughs> the NFL will play a regular season game in Spain. What? Oh, yeah. And someday they might even put a professional football team in Washington, D.C. Thank we'll you. See. Thank you very much. Great we'll see. <laughs> the NFL is also set to have their first ever game in Brazil this year. That's cool. Uh, you know, Notre Dame has touchdown Jesus, mm -hmm. but Brazil up on the hill has unsportsmanlike conduct Jesus. Yeah, that's right. It's unsportsmanlike. <laughs> that's right. Go. Got his arm straight out, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That might be uh, interesting to go to Brazil to watch a football game. I love that. I, yeah. I, my brother went over to see the Falcons play in London, and I was, I was jealous. I liked that idea. I wanted to do that. Um, Falcons actually are playing at Vegas next year, so that's going to be the one we'll try to go to. Oh, then you're going to go out? Really? I think so, yeah. fun. Yeah. My brother and I try to go to one away Falcons game a year, and this is – this one's pretty special. I mean, at Vegas, that's fun. Yeah. We got to get back to Vegas because the last time we were there, Catherine, uh, we went to pick up Louis Anderson to take him out to lunch. And he came out wearing the ugliest shirt we'd ever seen. And Catherine gave it the evil eye so bad that he went, what? Why? What are you making that face? Is it my shirt? <laughs> so we get back home about a week later. We get the shirt in the mail. Uh, he got, he, he bought had, you one? He had it stuffed. He had it stuffed into a pillow. We had that thing for a long time. We did. We had it That's forever. hilarious. Oh, yeah, if you, if you don't like a Louis Anderson shirt, it's not like it's something you could just, you know. I mean, it's there. It's you see well, it. Yeah. It was yes. it was giant stripes of orange, like a orange and blue. shirt, blue. Orange and, blue. Yeah. Yep. and I mean, you know how large he was. And they're he horizontal just, stripes. He looked like a flag. <laughs> mm -hmm. You know, it was just too much. Horizontal stripes. And he's like, I wore this on stage. I'm like, mm, don't do that. <laughs> no, this is Stop not a good. Stop doing that. Whoever told you good, fire them. <laughs> 
fired. It's <laughs> <laughs> funny. Yeah. yeah what well, hell? and when I saw him, he was standing under a bunch of marquee lights. Oh, so yeah, super the helpful. shirt was just. It's even worse. So electric. Loud. Yeah. Yeah. I do miss Louie, though. That's too bad. He was great. Yeah. Yeah, I liked Louie. He was a real gentle giant. So, he was. So damn funny. God. And very funny. And, like, the word economy. <clears throat> yep. Oh, man. I watched it. When he passed away, I ended up, I went one of those, like, you just scrolled through all the clips people are posting. Some of the jokes were so good and just so, like, precise. Mm-hmm. It's been over a year now, hasn't it, since he died? Hasn't it been like two or three almost? At least a year. God, I thought it was about a year and a half, something like that. It was. It's been over two years. Really? Mm -hmm. Amazing. Louie, what the hell? Well, I suppose that would make sense because I know I was on the KQ Morning Show when they announced that he had died. Well, well. It had been a while ago. Uh, This week, Ocho Cinco said if the Chiefs lose, he'll divorce his wife and have no sex for a year. Why did he come I, to that conclusion? I don't. He was on a. He was on a podcast. What? He was making a claim. I did it <laughs> the the opposite way. Sure. Uh, I had no sex for a year, then got a divorce. That's the more traditional path. I think. <laughs> Thank you for sharing. A little bitter about marriage this morning, but other than that, so good you know. to know. <laughs> That's good to know. It's Great. good to know. It seems like a tricky way to get out of a marriage, Chad. Sorry, baby. I'm not a welcher. I gotta go. Um, <laughs> The Chiefs won, so he's good, but she needs to be careful. If he starts making more of these kind of bets, that's a pretty big red flag. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I would have to agree with you if, on that one. If Patrick Mahomes Sr. gets another DUI this year, I'm leaving my wife. Like, all right, you're just trying to <laughs> find an you know, excuse. I guess I don't understand. I've never had a DUI, so I don't know anything about it. But getting one's bad enough. Getting two is really bad. But getting three is inexcusable. Three is a sign from the universe. <laughs> it's time for it's you to like get off the booze. DUIs right. and accidental pregnancies. Like, how do you end up with like four, like three. one, <laughs> you know, four accidental pregnancies? Yes, like, it's I, a little hard. I to know do. somebody that has three. That she was like, none of them were planned, and I was like, how? how? After one, you think you'd be like, let's take some precautions. Right, yeah. you would think. Yeah. No. You'd think a, a year of breastfeeding would st- yeah. get your head straight. Like, Nine oh, months yeah. of growing a human, pushing it out I of your body. like all worn yeah, out. Yeah. yeah, right. Some people never learn. <clears throat> they really don't. <laughs> uh, mistakes, man. They're easy to make, that's for sure. I guess. But yeah, I you're guess. right. If you if you do it over and over, what are you, gotta, what are you doing? Get yeah. it together. Uh, all right, let's close on this one. Odell Beckham. Uh, rumor has it he's dating Kim Kardashian. Well, you can't make that catch with one hand. That's a huh? That's what a you think of that? two-hand operation. A lot going on there. <laughs> Good God, You're, that's unforgivable. That's all I have to say. Send your strongly worded emails to Kostaki. <laughs> your strongly to Kostaki, worded emails. Akana. I find her very attractive. That was not a dig. I'm just saying she's curvy. That's all. When are you coming to Minneapolis again? I, you know what? I actually am going to sit down today and send some emails out, and uh, I'll check with Lewis and see what's up. Um, I'd like to come back. I don't, I don't have a booking on the books yet, but uh, I love that appearance. club. Yeah, it is a great club. That's one of the best. One of the best oh, in yeah, America. Yeah, come in the summer, late fall, early spring. Yeah, summer. People don't know, but Minnesota is actually quite hot and muggy during the summer. Yeah, like well, more awesome. hot and muggy than 
most of the country. Also, people but it's, just go to their cabins all summer long. That's also, Nobody's in yeah. the city. Yeah, the no one watches comedy in the summer. They're all fishing and yeah. right. fishing. Right. So, yeah, so check the mm. hunting fishing opener. That's always... Che- well, yeah, hunting, stay away from that. <laughs> stay oh. away from warmth. Yep, and, yeah. and when the school calendar, oh, when they those, let out, when they go All back. those kind of things I've learned over the years. Yep. Never never try to tell uh, jokes in Nebraska in the fall on a Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> what? Where'd that come from? The corn huskers will kill you. Oh, that's true. Yes, oh. yes, uh, that's right. I learned don't to bother f- to work on Memorial Day weekend, no. or Labor no. Day weekend, yeah. especially no. in places like Minnesota where people no. go outside. Not unless you just want to work yeah. on some new material. Yeah, that's yeah. right. And don't really care. You There's like six and people. the MC and yep. the waitress. Mm-hmm. Just yeah, I, out. yeah. <laughs> I remember when I worked at House of Comedy a few times in the summer. I'd show up for work, and they'd be like, "No one bought tickets. Just go home." And I think like, they'd call you. Oh, okay. Well, we don't. I mean, the ticket booth doesn't close until it's like oh, about spo- showtime. I suppose that's true. Yeah. So we'd have to show up early, get the chairs all ready and everything. Kitchen opens, and then no one's there. So we're just like, all right, yeah. pack it up. I learned something right. valuable yesterday. A life, a life tip for all of you: go to Costco the day after the Super Bowl. There's no yes. one. Really? Why? Yes. It was like dead. Because they all went the day before the Super yeah, Bowl. because they all went before the Super Bowl. It's like crazy. Friday, Saturday, true. Sunday, all last weekend. Yep. And so there was like hardly anyone there. My kids were running around as if they lived there because there was just <laughs> all this space. Because yeah. usually when you go to Costco, it's like stay on the cart or you will get mowed over. Like, yes. there's very strict Costco rules. But we were like, have fun. Go wild. See, that's definitely something I'd like to do if I were a billionaire. <clears throat> just buy a Costco and say, no, leave everything there. I'm just going to live in there, take things off the shelves. That's my pantry. Sure. I'm going to sit in the chairs with the tags still on them. You got clothes. You got TVs. Sage it's yesterday perfect, did say, I wish, this, I wish this were our house. There you go. I, I wish I had 100-foot ceilings. You got a pharmacy in case you're sick. Yeah, you got a pharmacy. You get your when you eyes get checked. Yeah, unlimited food. Hot dogs, pizza. I mean, That's hilarious. I yeah. went through the Dallas airport yesterday. And I have a similar tip. If you want to get some Dallas Cowboys gear at the Cowboys store at the Dallas airport, Super Bowl Sunday, it is mm-hmm. deserted in there. Oh, yeah. Oh, sure. Yeah, I like p- t- people taking pictures. Like Kansas City, there's people taking pictures of the streets on like while the Super Bowl was playing. You'd oh, think yeah. there'd been a neutron bomb hit the city. <laughs> yeah. There was no life in that city. So right. just like, you know. Yeah. It's like the pandemic. Yeah, it must have been very eerie just walking around streets with zero people. In them. Yeah, I used to always go to the malls and do a little shopping when oh, yeah. football games were on yeah. because there's nobody around. It's I was great. driving through Wisconsin and it was just truckers and me during that the was, Super Bowl. Yeah. It was fun, <laughs> me and truckers. Seriously, it was like I was like, this is weird how there are no cars on the road. I will tell you this, Catherine and I. Your, your lovely mother and I went to Costco on Saturday. Don't do that. The Saturday just before the Super Bowl. Why, oh. you Why did you do that? There were we hundreds think. of cars waiting to get in. It was mm-hmm. And then thousands of cars waiting to get out. It was so crowded you couldn't even move yeah. in that yeah. store. Trader and Joe's and Costco not. are the two places oh, to avoid yep. before the Super Bowl. We did not. Like a week <laughs> before the Super Bowl. You don't want to go to either of those places. Nope. Well, we learned because that play. I literally, we went to the checkout. And there was one line that was about, I would say, 150 feet long. It was insane. There were cart after cart after cart. After Why guy. didn't you leave? 
We got. I found this one checkout line that only had three people in yeah, it. Yeah, we yeah we did get lucky. No. We got lucky. Everybody was everybody was jammed line. all the way to the right. Yep. We went to the left. Which is what you're supposed to do. Which is, which is a line. That's a line tip. No that matter is a line where you tip. go. Always go to, to the, the left, left because yeah. everybody or almost away from every the door like Andy. Said. Yep. Yeah. Everybody's right-handed and they go to the right for some strange reason. I'm left-handed. Thank you very much. Well. Is that text you're sending so important that you missed your turn? Is that text you're sending so important that you ran the red light? Is that text you're sending so important you didn't see the ball coming onto the road or the child that followed? Hi, I'm Mike Bryant from Bradshaw and Bryant. When you take your eyes off the road for even four seconds, your vehicle travels 100 yards. That's the entire length of a football field. If you absolutely have to text, you need to pull off the road somewhere safe and do it from there. Texting and driving is against the law and can cause serious injury or even death to you and others. Now that is important. We hope you're never injured in a collision, but if you are, please contact us. Find Bradshaw and Bryant, personal injury attorneys at minnesotapersonalinjury.com. Going farther with Mike Bryant on your side, seeking justice for the injured. Bradshaw and Bryant. Tom here. For years, you've heard me talk about my friends at North American Banking Company. They have great online and mobile banking options, plus friendly employees who are always ready to help. And with their location in Maple Grove now open, it's even more convenient for me and my family. Go visit my friends at any one of their six Twin Cities locations or go online to nabankco.com to learn more. Why not bank with my banker? North American Banking Company, a better banking experience, member FDIC and equal housing lender. You all have helped build MyPillow into the incredible company it is today and have trusted in Mike Lindell to give you a great night's sleep. Mike's latest incredible deal is on the Giza Dream Sheets, which you've heard me rave about before, that's for sure. These sheets are made from the world's best cotton, Giza. They are ultra soft and breathable, yet extremely durable. Right now, the Giza Dream Sheets at its lowest price ever. These sheets are 60% off, coming in as low as $39.99 with promo code TOM. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Let's see, see if Tim Lammers left is line. left or right-handed. I Jimmy, am the crossover. <laughs> there we go. I. What did you say? Am I right or left-handed? Yeah. I am right-handed. Although mm. I do, I'm a switch hitter at the plate. I can oh. bat right and left-handed. Oh, yeah, me too. A little ambidextrousness. Yeah. I do a lot of a switch bit. hitting. Right. A little bit. Is that a euphemism, Tim? Or are you talking about baseball? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Why'd you have to, to take it there? That one bag, Stocky. I have not heard that term switch hitter in about 40 years. <laughs> yeah. It's like right before I say it, it's like, do I really want to say I'm a switch hitter? <laughs> I can't take it back. Uh, that's wonderful. So I've got to do a little crossover because I know Kostaki's got to go. But Timmy, yeah. Kostaki, any crossover you want to make? What do you, what's, how'd you feel about the Super Bowl, man? Uh, it was entertaining. Um, you know, I just want to see somebody new win. So in a way, it's sort of boring to me. Is as, as exciting as the game is, I would have much rather seen Detroit play or 
Atlanta or right. the Vikings. Yeah. You know, you just want, it's like, oh boy, well now uh, San Francisco could be, it could be win number six, you know? I mean, it's like, it's just kind of boring. I mean, the only person I was really rooting for from a personal standpoint was Brock Purdy. I thought, well, that's a, such a great story. I would right. love to see him right. win yeah. it. But I'm not rooting for San Francisco at the same time, as weird yeah. as that sounds. So I'm with you. When there were four teams left, I think most of America wanted Ravens-Lions. That would have been a, you know, yeah. Yeah. Some fresh faces yeah. in this game. Yeah, I hear you. So, you know, apart from that, it's, the you know, commercials and all that, uh, the movie trailers, which I watch out for. Uh, personally, my favorite commercial, though, was Like a Good Neighbor. Yeah, me too. I was just going to say. <laughs> I love that. It was so good. And there's the extended version online. If you haven't seen it, watch it because it is really, really good. It's really funny. Arnold making fun of himself. Nothing better than that. Yeah, that's well done. It's simple, simple writing. Great, great, good, yep. crispy. Yeah, and very idea. What is the word he couldn't pronounce because he couldn't put the R at the end of it? Neighbor. Neighbor. That's right. He said neighbor. Yeah. But he does say some. Oh, this woman's in labor. Labor. Yeah. Woman's a, in labor. Carrying a very pregnant woman at one point. She's in labor. It's <laughs> a pretty good spot, actually. I it think. was a great spot, you know. And again, I, I love it when any big star is willing to make fun of themselves. I mean, come yes, on. right. You can't take yourself too seriously. So, and he's been doing that for a while. He has a great show on Netflix called Fubar. If you mm-hmm. haven't seen that, it's an action comedy, and it is really entertaining. And it's full of action and everything, but he he is effectively poking fun at his former action star self. Right. In the show. So, yeah, it's it's fun. Fuba. Well, he's really, he's really good at it. No yeah, not Fubar. Fuba. Fuba. And why would you give him the name of a show? I know it's effed up beyond all recognition. I know what it stands for. Yeah. But why would you give him a title that he can't pronounce? He probably doesn't say it in the show. <laughs> Fubar. Unless yeah. it's just like they a catchphrase. The foundation, they wanted to the, like, people hear him say it, kind of laying the foundation for this commercial. The dude can't say R. He right. just can't. He so. can't do it. Well, I remember um, during Terminator or Terminator 2, which what, what whichever one he says I'll be back in. I'll be back. Yeah, they had to they had to shut shoot that like forty times because he couldn't say it right. I'll be back. He, he he'd say like I'll be back, and they'd be like, No, it's I'll I'll be back. I'll be back. I'll be I'll, back. I'll. <laughs> I'll. So then they changed I'll. it to I will be back. Right. And he could do that, but he was like, No, that sounds dumb. I'm gonna nail this. I'm gonna say the word I'll. And eventually he got it. He did. He can't say the word situation. He can't say situation. He said situation. Everything is situation. How did he say? Let's uh, let's bang the maid on. Uh, oh, the, the, Ooh, I don't know. You know what? Find the uh, Arnold uh, documentary on that. <laughs> you know, and again, it's there a, is a documentary uh, on it now. Yeah, Arnold three part. Not uh, specifically on that, but yeah, right, he right. owns up to everything. He takes mm-hmm. responsibility for his mistakes. Part of the reason I, you know, yeah, his heyday in the eighties, and if you look back at those films, especially, it's like. Oh my God! We really were entertained by this stuff, but you know he he is is an evolving individual. You know, mm-hmm. it's it is an amazing story to think from bodybuilder to actor to politician and back to acting again. I mean, it's a great documentary if you haven't seen it. Kostaki. He married Kennedy too. He's got quite a list of yeah, oh, right. yeah. amazing Kennedy. accomplishments. So yeah, <laughs> did his tryst with his 
uh, made result in a child? I think so. Yep. It did. It did. Oh. In fact, um, uh, Kristen Bird has talked about this. Uh, Joseph, I forget. I forget his last name, but he was. I think he was on Dancing with the Stars. Oh, you're kidding. But you know what? He is actually. He. he you know. I, <laughs> they would have eventually figured out it's Arnold's kid. Because I mean, it's it's Arnold. The kid looks like. <laughs> oh, Arnold. really? He? he looks like him. Even. Oh, yeah, yeah, and he's built like Arnold too. Came out speaking like, German. Yeah. Austrian, <laughs> technically. I mean, Austrian. What is the situation here? <laughs> God. Neighbor, my mother. My new neighbor. <laughs> uh, what are you gonna do, Kostaki? I know you got to hit the road, but we will talk to you now. When are you coming back? Next about month, a month. Right? If you'll have me, I'll come back and we'll we'll talk about Kirk Cousins, where he signed. And oh. Do the Falcons have a quarterback? And well, there'll be some big time movement in the next uh, three, four, five weeks. So we'll talk about that. I'm just well, curious. Why do you think a month? I mean, it, it, is it going to take that long for him to test the other? Team? Oh, well, I mean, it's possible that we get some stories that leak before that. And there's some decisions that are made and. But the free agency period starts, I think it's March 13th. Oh, okay. So okay. there's right about mid-March, there's always like six or seven giant NFL okay. names that change teams. So it's kind of a fun time of the year to be a football joke writer. So, so. do you think that, that Cousins is going to go somewhere else? He's a free agent. He can go wherever he wants. He certainly right. leveraged you know, his skill set for the maximum amount of money at every yes. turn so far. Yes. My gut is that he stays there and gets a big pile of cash to stay right where he is. But you never know. That's what we'll, that's what we'll be discussing for sure. But he's never won anything. Why would we give him a lot of money? Because if you don't, you're, you're in Desmond Ritter land. You don't want to be there. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's a good point. Well, look at how it worked out for all the backups this year for the Vikings. Yeah. We had, we had the second coming of Tom Brady for about two weeks. Yeah, uh, with uh, Josh Dobbs and then poof. Yeah, well, weird. he did. We did know that was coming. He did move around. <laughs> there was a reason he moved yeah. around. Yeah, if you're trying to figure, you're waiting for that other shoe to drop, and boy, did it drop hard. Right, it really did. But if you if you're frustrated and you want to get rid of the twelfth best quarterback in the world, there's a bunch of guys below that that you could wind up with. Be careful. Mm -hmm. Yeah, true. That is true. All right, well, we'll miss you for a few weeks, but then we'll see you in a month. I'll miss you guys, too. Thanks for another great season. I'll talk oh, to you okay. down the road. How many years now? I don't know. Good question. I don't know the answer to that. I it's think good. all it's the a good, years. Hasn't all 12 a, years? Um, it's, it's a good decade for sure. Yeah. God, for that's sure, amazing. Too. I know, right? Yeah. Well, Thank loyal you friend. Yes. Stocky Economopolis. Uh, it's a, I'm honored. I'm honored. Thanks, guys. I'll talk to you soon. Thanks, pal. Yeah. All right. Kostaki Economopolis will be back in four weeks to talk about more football stuff. Stuff. Yeah. Football stuff. Yeah, talk stuff. about stuff. That's exactly it. So, Timmy. Yes, sir. Um, I don't know the television's ever been better than it is right now. With the streaming stuff that's out there now, television is phenomenal. Well, there's another one. There's two documentaries now. Okay. Divide your time in between feud capote versus the swans uh episodes now are you all caught up are you to number three um it's the third it's the third tonight. one is like the make it's 
the fourth one is the you're gonna watch that tonight okay yes yeah. because it's about some high society ball that he put on and there was actually a a documentary film done on that so it's like uh you're watching the filming of this famous documentary okay and it is really fascinating but um when i got done with that obviously no more episodes so suggestions pop up and there is a documentary on hulu called the capote tapes right yes yep have you seen it i it's no i just saw it uh, it was promoted really, last night really it's so fascinating because again you know these names that were in his orbit right you knew because of and i didn't know this before the movie capote about his how harper lee was so integral in the research etc for in cold blood yep. i didn't realize that they actually grew up together yeah right next door yeah and they had they didn't mention it in, in the uh documentary but i thought that tennessee williams was a cousin of capote's oh really mm, that, that, that's I what i see read that. i could but see I had, that but they haven't mentioned it so it couldn't so and he mentions tennessee williams in in the in the show uh never in a familial sort of way but he does mm -hmm. mention him but i'm thinking my god do do, do the this talent this uh, you know, to sound fancy, smancy, the the microcosm of talent in just in that little area. You got yeah. Truman Capote, you got Harper Lee, you have Tennessee Williams. I mean, that's so freaking amazing. And uh, so, yeah, in in Capote, um, Catherine Keener plays Harper Lee, and there's another movie called Infamous with Toby Jones as Capote, and Sandra mm -hmm. Bullock plays uh, um, Harper Lee. Really. Yeah. And then, of course, you know, the famous story with Harper Lee is she writes Mockingbird and then poof, she's gone for what, 40 years? Yeah. Right. And then she comes back and tells us awful stories about Atticus Finch. Right. Isn't yes. that what it was? Yep. That Atticus wasn't such a good guy. <laughs> After 40 years, we find yeah, that out. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, it, I'm so fascinated by that. I, you know, a great show like that, that, you know, is based on, on, true stuff it is so fascinating to go and do research on that kind of stuff afterwards and you know every day you learn new stuff i mean again i i knew that harper lee was uh part of his life i didn't realize to the extent of it and how they went back and in fact one of the kids there's some kind of an obnoxious neighborhood neighborhood kid in Tequila mockingbird and, and they pointed out they said well that's capote she based that on truman capote as right. his younger self so yeah that's that's what i love about uh shows like that i mean and i had no idea who the hell these swans were and you learn more about them and mm -hmm. bill paley was treat williams i you know bill paley founded cbs right i mean yep. you know, very powerful guy so yeah yeah great stuff and uh there's another one on netflix it's only an hour and a half it's called lover stalker killer and the only reason it caught my attention was because it's number one, the number one streamed film on Netflix right now. And it's a documentary that uh, the, the greatest writers in Hollywood couldn't, couldn't come up with a twist in this story. So mark that down, Lover, Stalker, Killer. I think maybe one of the best since Making a Murderer, because that's really what got the Netflix documentary stuff on my radar anyway was that documentary and they've come up with a bunch of other ones since then but god this is so batshit crazy the stuff that goes on in this documentary 
That's you, a good way to put like, it. How do they? How, you can't make this stuff up. So, <laughs> I know. Yeah, you should really, really see it. it it's okay. a great documentary. So, did, did we ever talk about dream sequence with Nicolas Cage? Uh, no, we didn't. Which so you saw that one then? Yeah. Yeah. Well, dream good. scenario. Dream scenario. Dream. Dream scenario. Dream scenario yep. Sorry. Yeah. 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 It was, it's a what crazy a weird movie. What a weird movie. <laughs> but I liked it. Yeah, it's Nicolas Cage, right? Yeah. I, I, that's what I love about the guy. He really just doesn't care what he doesn't have to go with the big films. He can no, go with all these true. independent movies, uh, and he does a lot of them. There's another one that's, uh, yeah, I honest to God, the guy does five, six, seven movies a year. And uh, Dream Scenario was thought to be a potential Oscar nomination. Uh, mm. He was going to be in the running for that. And it's like, I don't know. I, don't know. I think everything, yeah, Isn't everything too does is great. Yeah. I mean, I could see it more of an independent spirit award sort of yeah. thing more than a, um, Oscar. A, an Oscar sort of thing. But yeah, he's great. He's great. But again, yeah. What a very, very strange movie. Very inventive though. You know, we don't get a, enough of that really. But then when we, it seems like we get it, Catherine, like you say, it just gets to be really, really weird. Mm. You know, they go really off the beaten path with that one. Mike from Blaine would like to know if you've seen Masters of the Air or Dune 2. Not either. And I do believe, Mike, you mentioned something about Masters of the Air last mm -hmm. time. And I still mm -hmm. haven't gotten around to it. And Dune 2 is coming out early March. So I would imagine the first opportunity to see it will be coming up pretty soon. So... You know, it's funny. Uh, I know uh, Ralph Basham was really looking forward to the first Dune, and he hated it. Yeah, he. Well, I mean, he really liked the movie, like the original movie. Yeah. And I think he basically saw this as a cheap copy. Really? Oh. I I just I don't know. It just seemed really like anything else. It, it just kind of overstays its welcome. It's too long, and if you know yeah. you're gonna, yeah. I don't know if they knew they were gonna stretch this into two. I suppose you know it's a big budgeted picture, and if it were a bomb, you don't want to commit to number two. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, I thought Timothy Chalamet. I, I just, I think he's slightly overrated now. I thought he was way overrated before. I I saw him actually. The movie that kind of turned things for me was Wonka. He was so good in that movie. Yes. He did a great He's job. Really, really. And so it's like, wow, I, I'm always willing to give these actors a chance. You know, uh, I think that it, it's never about, it's always about the script. Let's be honest. And I didn't know, honestly, uh, Alex, that the guy could sing like he could. Yeah, I know. I was, I was impressed by him and in that movie. This will be interesting because... He visited Hibbing High School recently because he's going to play Bob Dylan. Oh, right. I yeah. talked about this movie. yesterday. Oh, did you really? Yep. Yeah. And I thought that's really cool. I mean, he's doing the actor thing, right? You know, he's trying to get into the mind space of, you know, like, oh, this is where Dylan grew up. Because he was actually born in Duluth, correct? I think Dylan was born in Duluth and was raised in Hibbing. And I know yeah, that that's there's kind right. of a, yeah. a miniature uh, tug and pull between the two cities about who really can yes. stake claim to Bob Dylan. He was born in Duluth, yes. Yeah. So, so uh, you know, to, to get up there, I, the closest I've been, because I've never been a huge Dylan fan, but I do recall driving by his, there's a little sign out front, I think, where this is Bob Dylan's house or whatever. Oh, in the okay. Time. 
But uh, yeah, so James Mangold, who is a terrific director, is directing this picture. Timothy Chalamet and uh, uh, who? Somebody. Oh, Ed Norton just signed up to play Pete Seeger in the film. Oh, really? Yeah. So the film, from what I understand, is all about when Dylan took that big chance and went electric. Oh, and I remember lost that. Yes. Sick in mind. They did. They went nuts. Electric. So. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I, I admire the fact that he went and he spoke to the uh, drama department at, at Hibbing and stuff like that. That's just cool. I love that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. So yeah, what, right. what else did you hear, Alex? I mean, what else did he do in Hibbing? Do you know? No, I just know that he, I, he watched the, um, rehearsal of the Hibbing mm-hmm. theater, whatever they're working on. And I was talking about how, imagine how those teenage kids oh were freaking out (laughs) yeah yeah and and i don't know if it was planned or not yeah i'm sure that he talked to some people yeah because let's be honest he might walk in there and half the people might not know who he is right yeah inhibbing right inhibbing um but uh yeah so but the kids certainly knew who the hell he was and uh yeah they they freaked out i didn't hear about it till after the fact um but I've interviewed James Mangold a number of times and I really look forward to talking with him for, for this one, whenever it comes out, uh, because I'm sure that he spent time here too. I wish they would actually film here, but I don't think that's going to happen, but yeah, probably not. I don't think production has started yet on it, but, uh, yeah, nonetheless, it's cool that, uh, Chalamet Chalamet. with his, uh, his, his exotic name sounds like a nineties pop. Is that Shalimar? Was that the pop group? Shalimar, yep. Well, and it's Shalimar, I think, is a perfume. Isn't it? What about about Malamar? Malamar. (laughs) You need to know a guy for your auto repairs, legal issues, banking, and more. The same goes for investment advice. You need a guy to help you be successful, someone you can trust who gets results. Well, I got a guy for you. Josh Arnold. Josh gives you straight talk, not sugar-coated advice about your financial situation. Josh has seen it all when it comes to economic and market conditions, and Josh can make sure that your retirement objectives match your investments. Do yourself a favor and call Josh now for a no-obligation, 48-minute evaluation. You've got nothing to lose, and you'll get a different point of view for your investments. Call Josh at 952-925-5608. That is 952-925-5608. You'll be glad that you did. And tell him his, his guy, Tom, sent you. Investment services offered by Josh Arnold Investment Consultant, LLC, a security investment advisor. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. All investments involve risk. All comments and opinions are Josh Arnold's and do not constitute investment advice. Tom Bernard is a paid endorser. There okay, I, I, time to get semi-serious here. This is really crazy stuff. Okay, now wait a minute. i got to do your intro then if you're going to be serious. Okay. Tim Lammers is brought to you by Bradshaw and Bryant, personal injury lawyers seeking justice for the injured. Contact Bradshaw and Bryant at minnesotapersonalinjury.com. And now back to Tim Lammers. Yeah. Uh, I, you know, this is sort of a, a cautionary sort of thing. Do you remember when I told you about my wife, Patty, falling and hitting her head in Target? Do I remember? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. She had a black eye and, and it's like, no, 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 don't, don't go there. She would kill me. I wouldn't be here talking to you if I actually touched her. She got a black eye because she face planted and hit the floor face oh, first. At God. Ah. Up boots or whatever. Okay. Jeez. She had a black eye and, you know, it was around for a while, whatever. I said, you got to, you hit the floor hard. You got to go get, you got to get your head checked out. So they did. 
uh, an x-ray. Saw something here. It was a tumor. Oh. But a comp, well, actually relatively uncommon, but benign. That's good. That's good. And last week she had a procedure where they went up her nose and they cleaned it out. And she still has this monster headache. Mm. Um, but it was it was a day-long procedure. Or actually, a couple hours, a couple hours recovery, whatever. But the cautionary tale is like how freaky. And, and apparently this sort of tumor could possibly turn into cancer unless you catch it. Oh, God. So how insane is that? Yeah. That a happy accident happens. Yeah. Yeah. Where you, in the most painful sort of way, <laughs> you know, you know, you've been into targets and floors and it's not carpeting to, to, to cushion the blow. No. I mean, there's a hard floor. Yeah. So it's like, again, you just, you've heard so many people, you know, with that die of something, you know, cranial bleeding or whatever, because they don't get it checked out. It's like, get it checked out. And then, by chance, they happen to see this thing. Well, Actually, I have a question. Yeah. I have a question for you. Is there any chance that that thing messed with her equilibrium and that's why she fell in the first place? Probably not. You know, Probably not. she had zero signs. Now, since because, you know, obviously I freak out about this sort of stuff. And oh, you know, yeah. The internet is a hypochondriac's nightmare. Now, oh, I yeah. used to be a hypochondriac yeah. and I... I just learned to to not freak out so much. But, you know, naturally, when you hear about this sort of thing, and there is an actual name for what she had, and I found it last night. Inverted papilloma, I think it's called. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. And again, it's really rare, mm. but it is actually uh, a tumor, but a benign tumor that could potentially turn into cancer unless you do something about it. Not the sort of, and, and it's so weird, not the sort of cancer that would metastasize to other parts of the body, but certainly could find its way into the bone structure. Yeah. Which, yep. You know, is a whole other, you know, barrel, of, kettle of fish or whatever. Um, Catherine, I was just saying, are you back on? I am. Yes. Uh, I, I, a few weeks ago, I was mentioning um, how Patty did a face plan at Target, hit her oh. head. She had a black eye. <laughs> Oh, and uh, and uh, she I, she went to the doctor to get an X-ray, and there was a tumor that they found that's oh benign. My God. Oh, that's benign. God. They Thank got God. it all out. It was a same-day procedure. They went up through the nose, and oh, oh. God knows how they do this sort of thing. But that was last Wednesday, and they pulled it out, got it all out of there. She's got a massive headache, still recovering. Oh, jeez. But it's like sometimes happy accidents happen. Yeah. Blessing in disguise, as they say. Yeah, yeah. And and it's so weird because I I only talked with her a couple of times, but Susie, Susie Jones, a WCCO, got into a car accident. And I think it was an airbag or maybe it was because of the belt, but whatever. She got an x-ray. They found they actually found a spot of cancer. Oh, God. On her line. And they got it. Wow. So it is very strange how these happy accidents sometimes <laughs> happen. So... You know, I'm not suggesting that everybody that's paranoid about tumors growing here, it's very rare, but to go get your head examined <laughs> by your expert. Yeah. Yeah. But it is amazing sometimes how this stuff is found out. Yeah. She might not have found out otherwise. And, and you are asking Tom about equilibrium. Now, again, no signs. Now, potentially at some point there could be signs. 
but things like runny nose, nosebleeds, mm-hmm. you know, stuff like that excessively. But wow, I mean, it's just such of a crazy story that I've been wanting to talk about, but I've been also very, very cautious because, you know, there's always that minuscule chance of things not being good. Right. And, you know, we were just waiting for that. Even even though the doctor told me afterwards, we were at Abbott last week, uh, that no, this is, you know, this is benign, you know, I've seen this and whatever, but you want for that pathology to come back. And yeah, so now it's like, whew, Yes. I feel like I can finally talk about it, but, oh. uh, and I'm not the one that went through it. You know, she's the right. one that went through right. it. Um, but God, it's just, you know, we've all had those tests where you've had to wait so and, funny. uh, <clears throat> but thankfully this worked out. This worked oh, out. I'm glad. I'm very yeah. happy for oh. you guys. Oh, oh. I, think of, I don't think anybody in my family's ever had cancer. I don't think. Well, Not that I can think your of. Sister had a brain tumor. She, yeah, she had a brain tumor, but so isn't that related to cancer? Is that related to cancer? Not necessarily. Yeah, well, because her adopted daughter also had the same thing, right? So it was clearly an environmental. Oh yeah. my gosh! Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't know. We they never figured out what that was, but it was some sort of environmental. I remember somebody had a theory about the fact that they were in an elementary school that was filled with asbestos. Oh yeah, yeah. And that she, and and she was she yeah. was volunteering in there a lot or something, yeah. so now, they thought it might be that. asbestos. Doesn't bother you unless you bother it first. Like yeah, if the walls can be full of asbestos, but as, if you don't break them down, it's not yeah, going to matter. Yeah, but back in those days, I mean, your sister's in her late seventies, isn't she? Mm, she's almost 80. Yeah, almost 80. They could have just yeah. been working on the ceiling or something when they were in there. I mean, who it's knows? True. Maybe. It well, I mean, you know, Patty had breast cancer nine years ago. Again, caught it really early. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, nine years ago, April 1st was the diagnosis. And uh, no, no, no family history of that whatsoever. Mm-hmm. I did have a family history of diabetes. Uh, I have an older sister that has it and uh, uncle... Uh, that died quite young because of it from my mom's side. Um, but again, environmentally speaking, like you're mentioning, uh, uh, um, Andy, uh, it's, did I hit the lottery or what with me and three of my four children being type one? Yeah. I mean, it had to have been, it had to have been yeah. a combination of genetics and environment, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, because certainly my, my, my older sister has one daughter and thank God she hasn't, gotten it and of course laney uh hasn't gotten it and uh it's funny i was at the endocrinologist and i says well yeah being that lane you know we adopted lane i'm pretty sure she's not going to get type one like the rest of the kids and she goes oh she'll she'll get diabetes oh and i said what oh yeah yeah with with uh asian people they tend to live a lot longer and you know so when she's about 90 or whatever she will uh you know there's a chance that her pancreas will wear out and she'll get diabetes really that's and I thought, the thanks, yeah. doc. Well, it was more of a laugher to me, and I thought, well, if you guys don't have this thing cured in the next eighty years, then yeah, <laughs> yeah, know? uh, yeah, because I think she was about ten when they told me that. It's like, okay, yeah, all right, that's that's fine. Thanks for that affirmation, but uh, you better have it cured by that time. So, yeah, everything is completely environmental, man. I'm, I, and yes, the genetics. It's that. What do you call? It? They say it trips a trigger. Everybody yep. has a trigger that could mm. be tripped in, in the right or wrong, I guess you could say, circumstance. Right. Yeah, well, you had, you had, you had 
malignant melanoma. That's a cancer. Mm-hmm. True. Well, I suppose and that's that because is, yeah. of, yeah, years and years and years and years and years of sun exposure. Yeah, you could have prevented yep. it, but chose not to. Oh, so you oh got to point out, God. Dad made the mistake. Right, you well, I'm just, just telling you. Little, just telling little you. patches, patches of... Uh, yeah, yep. It was on my left cheek. Mm-hmm. <laughs> was that around but, the time of your... Uh, your quote-unquote retirement party. Yeah, that was last yes. year, right? Yep. Yeah. Was last year, yeah, yeah. It was just about the same time. Yep. Well, and it's odd because somebody liked, I posted photos from that, and, and of course there's photos of all of us, and Tom's got the patch, and it's like, wow, okay. I, You know, it's like the sort of thing you just, just well, maybe you cut himself shaving. Who knows? You know? Right. I'm not going to get intrusive or whatever. But speaking of social media, Tommy, since Thomas Bernard is on Facebook. Oh, God, my nightmare has I begun. So. <laughs> I have seen an uptick in people friend requesting me and following me. Oh, yeah. And I oh, go, absolutely. and generally when I get the friend request, I go to see if there's mutual friends. Mm-hmm. And so many of them are Thomas Bernard. So really? I know it's directly related to that. Yeah. And you know why I went with Thomas Bernard? Why is that? Tom because Bernard was taken? No, because <laughs> only people who are pissed off at me call me Thomas Bernard. Uh, so I know. No. <laughs> so everybody I, else is Tommy, Tommy, Tommy. I set this account up for you years ago. Twelve yeah. years ago. You were like, supposed to be. It was supposed to be your personal yeah. account, so that your, people could yeah. share like family stuff with you. Yeah, and so I was like, I'm going to make it Thomas, so people won't search. Because if they search Tom Bernard, they would find it and friend request you and whatever. And I was like, so I'll put it as Thomas, so it mm. won't be, you know, you won't pop up when people search Tom Bernard. Yeah, we just finally sorted out that Messenger. You don't oh, need to respond God. to Messenger. And I took Messenger off of his phone because he was getting yes. a million, You'll you know, hey handsome, you know, ding, all that ding. garbage. Yeah. So mine, I have a ding uh, alarm on my phone, and part of me wants to take it off. Part of me, take it off. Yeah, yeah I, I have, I have deleted. You can delete the messenger app from your yeah. phone. Yeah, we did. I can't figure out where to go into take off notifications completely. You have to go into your on his phone. Are you talking about? Well, just anywhere. Just to, you don't need messenger. You no, should go on your page not. and talk on your page. That's what I'm doing. Yeah. You should stay. You know what else you can do is you can. Um, mute uh well let's see you can you you have to approve what other people post yeah. on your have you done that well i went i mean that'll take up time yeah, but then melissa again, needs to come over and help us because I, I haven't been on facebook in a jillion years and it's it's a lot different and i went on his page and there were all these people posting all this weight loss stuff and you uh, were tagged in it, so I untagged you, and I don't know how they even got on your page. No, you have to block yeah, those people. They won't you, stop that. Yeah, you can, you can do that. And, and I do it now where I approve posts. If somebody posts on my page, um, yeah, I, but you know, look, I'm, I'm a dopey ass movie guy. Nobody posts on my page. Okay. So, but there are people that do, um, and that's fine, but. There, there have been times where people got in the pissing contest with each other. Oh, yeah, I know. Nobody yeah. needs that. I've posted. Yeah, and garbage. I'll, I'll generally just say, hey, come on. Knock this bullshit off. I'm not going to put up with it. 
Right. Um, so, so yeah, for certain now, I'm not going to just let somebody freely post something on my page. No. Because, again, yeah, I don't want to be associated with something negative that's coming out. I try to be, I'm, 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 you know, my whole thing is about being positive on this thing. I, right. Uh, right. I stay away from politics. You know, you, you stay away from all those hot button things. And uh, it's just, again, supposed to, it's a great way of communicating what you do to others. Yeah. Which it, it's a it's it's a promotional tool. I mean, I, I don't want it to sound kind of impersonal, but mainly, I post it post stuff that's okay. Well, I'm on the podcast. I'm on this. I'm on that. You know, that's that's usually what I use it for. Or I share you know breaking entertainment news. If somebody big passes away, I'll share the obituary or whatever. You know, so mm-hmm. yeah. All right, that's going to do it for another week. Tim Lammers brought to you by Brad John Bryan, personal injury lawyer seeking justice for the injured. Contact Brad John Bryan at minnesotapersonalinjury.com. We will look forward to talking to you on Friday on the morning show. Yes, happy Thanksgiving. No, I said Thanksgiving. Happy, <laughs> happy Thanksgiving. Okay, that's so weird. Happy, this morning, morning Sage was like, when am I bringing my Thanksgiving gifts to school? I was like, what's Thanksgiving happy, happy gifts? Happy Valentine's Day. Valentine's How about that one? That works better. That's there we go. At least that's closer. <laughs> Where the hell is my mind? I don't know. I said goodnight to somebody this morning, so that is, yeah, I don't know what's go. happening. All right. Well, have a great day, and Tommy will talk on Friday. Looking forward to it. Thank you. Bye.